Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning, whatever you do <laughs> in quarantine. Push-ups, make a l- late breakfast, I don't know, before you start watching Netflix, well, some, who knows. Some of our listeners are still going in. This could be their morning. True. Commute. I mean, I, I go in on occasion. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, this is the official college football podcast. Out of shape, man. Rusty. Uh, this guy. Yeah. You you guys all know the drill. I'm Evan. That's my brother, Matt. What up, though? We're here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in probably not 15 minutes because we've got nothing better to do tonight. Yeah, shouts to 15-minute uh, uncle, 15-minute aunt, 15-minute parents going in every day. Healthcare. Hundo. Front lines. Hundo. Doing the work. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, Evan, we did not, I have a cheers for you though. Oh, laid on me. I'm not sure what this is for. We didn't mention this in the, the opening pod, but this is season five. Oh yeah, season five. So cheers to cheers season five. Who knew, um, getting drunk in a bathtub in New York city, in New York city. We had seen, we lead to five seasons of 15 minute you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do a pot. Have we ever? I don't know if we've ever like detailed that weekend, but just because we have nothing about better the, to do, yeah. Another another pod. We should just talk about origin stories. <laughs> Since we we need content here, yeah. We'll yeah, do yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Origin of fifteen minute you that weekend in New York. So it's on the table. Our dry runs. We did a couple dry runs before we published. <laughs> well, a lot of, we could then we could get know, twenty minutes out of that. Oh, for 15 sure. Fifteen minute. You went back and published ones that I didn't think. We're gonna be published. We're we're gonna be ready because initially we I went rogue. We never thought, or at least I didn't ever think we were gonna publish this. We just like decided to do it. Sure, it was like sure. our audio diary. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away for our origin podcast, but that sure. was yeah. part of the. I mean, that'll be a riveting podcast. I'm sure all forty of our listeners part of the cool. start. So, all right, uh, episode Anyways. two. Give us the rundown. All right, so today we're just going to, I mean, why not talk uh, quarantine life, habits, etc., how we're doing. I think that'll just mostly be therapy for the two of us. Uh, then we're going to move on to discuss Jim Harbaugh's letter that he published to the college football community, which I I assume we count as, you know, we have a very <laughs> reputable podcast. Uh, and then we're going to talk about, um, speaking of COVID and quarantine life, we're going to talk about college football and... COVID-19. Next season, should it happen? Will it happen? What do we think the logistics will, behind that will be? Etc. Etc. All right, let's roll. So, quarantine life. Hey, Evan, uh, in one word, describe how you're feeling today. Um, one word. That makes it difficult. I was going to say Groundhog Day. Um, I'll say bored then. I'm real bored. What about you? What's your word? Um, uh, it doesn't, I feel anxious. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to the to 15, the minute, 15 minute mom out there. Yeah. Yeah. All the moms out there. Probably should have led with that. Sorry to interrupt. What <laughs> your word? Uh, yeah. At brunch today, she had, which we had in the garage as socially distant. Good for you. Space. Yeah. Her hair is long, or at least yeah. like she thinks it's long. So she had this. 
she had like a scarf on her head i walked in i was like what are you what are you doing and she's like that's for my long hair you need one too i was like what (laughs) what it's classic mom man yeah uh take us through a day in the life of one of the members of the Tremont Trio. Mm, the Tremont Trio. Yeah, I'm here with so, uh, 15 minute folks at sister, home. Yeah. 15 minute boyfriend. We've been here uh, since the start of Stay at Home. I want to say March 15 ish. I think they both got here. Um, 15 minute sister and I live together, so 15 minute boyfriend got here on the 15th. Um, get up early. We run at 6:30. We run from 6:30 to 7:30. Oh, all three uh mostly me and 15 minute boyfriend 15 minute sister is a three or four day a week depending on the week companion in the the running that's never happened yeah uh we start with a run and then uh shower get ready i um usually gotta uh check in and start by eight o'clock so i'll start then um and that's kind of just how the day the day rolls um, for me till about five, and then um, that's it. I think. Um, and we were doing the remote learning at school. Uh, it's hiring season for schools, so I've been doing a lot of interviews lately. And um, you know, we'll do Zoom um, meetings, virtual check-ins with kids. Um, this week, we're trying to do a. Uh, easy bake easy meals from home right so we're making these uh a cookie recipe that we're gonna do live we're gonna do it on uh, instagram then we're gonna do it through google meets using uh one egg cup of peanut butter what and a lot of sugar maybe also a cup that seems like a lot of sugar but it's possible that that's what's in there but anyways so that sounds about right um trying to build connections with kids and families that way too so sure have you developed any habits that you hope to carry into post-covid life um i'm in very good shape right now running wise (laughs) uh that's not a new habit new habit slight humble brag there Uh, not a new habit me just being in ultimate shape but yeah yeah you know that's happening um i don't know if there's a new habit i i i do i've cooked more than i've ever cooked so there's a couple recipes Mm -hmm. that i feel like i'm better at so i'd like to keep doing that um, uh give us two of them uh i've been doing this hot chicken recipe that we make every other week it's very good um like fried chicken yeah oh dude shoot that to me i will sh- i will shoot that can i are big fans of fried chicken we have a recipe that we like but it's not very spicy so i wouldn't so i think we, yeah it, you gotta mess with the uh spice level of it i think we can dial it up still but the the keys are um 24 hours it's got to sit in the brine and then Mm -hmm. the heat of the oil i've been doing vegetable oil on like a cast iron pan on the um stove stove and if the temperature's not right it doesn't fry like it's it's like a three. It's like a Goldilocks story. It's got to be the right one. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. it's too hot. It doesn't. It goes too quickly, and then takes too long. Doesn't come out right. So that I've been fiddling with. Fried chicken, I think, is an underrated at home recipe. Like it's actually really not. I mean, it, 
to your point of like got to be just right yeah. is I think difficult to perfect, but it is actually not that difficult to do. Mm-hmm. And then clean up is like pour the oil out and clean the paint. It's like you know what I mean. It's, it, I don't know why more people don't do it at home. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, how's life in uh, fifteen minute uh, Midwest? Yeah, at the uh, we'll call this the Missouri River campus, I suppose, <laughs> um, or Mississippi. Well, they both intersect in St. Louis. Whatever river you want to call it. River campus is what we'll refer to it as. Um, it's good. I get up. Uh, I sleep in an hour more than I normally did. So mm-hmm. I now get up at 6.15 instead of 5.15, which is nice. Stay yeah. up a little bit later. Um, I still start my morning out with a run um, at least Monday through Friday. I've been running about five, six times a week. So at least Monday through Friday, I'm going to run first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll get home and I will do – I've been uh, doing this – calisthenic routine that arnold schwarzenegger posted on reddit um calisthenics you sound like you're in the army in like the 1950s (laughs) well i mean i am in the military in the air force uh so we do do calisthenics on occasion um so i'll do that usually as soon as i get home nice um you know 15 minute wife is always giving me crap uh my job in the air is a little bit difficult to do at home some might say almost impossible but i so Kendall's always, or excuse me, 15 minute wife, yeah. I'll put her government on here. Put the government. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, she's always giving me crap that uh, I don't work. And I'm like, well, uh, part of my job is working out. So <laughs> I'm, I'm at work as soon as I wake up. I'm from, sure she takes that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't appreciate it. So it's that. a matter but, of, hey, matter of national true. defense. We can't have yeah, unfit gotta, officers. You got to be fit to fight. Um so I'm working from 6 a.m. till whenever I'm done with that routine. Uh, and yeah. then I'll usually have some breakfast, which I've been eating breakfast lately, which yeah. like normally I didn't do. I would just get – I'd go for my run, come home, shower, shave. I'd make uh, some tea and like get a banana to go, and I'd eat that in the car on yeah. the way to work. So now I've been eating breakfast lately. Um, but I, I have a alternate or an additional duty that can be done at home. That's usually good for about an hour or two of work at least a day. Um, so I'll usually do that. There's, you know, emails and admin paperwork to do. Um, but I, I go into the office uh, once, twice a week. I might have to go in um, a couple times this week, actually. I hope not to have to do this, but I might be on a discharge board, which would not be fun. Yikes. Um, n- audience at home can't see this. I'm growing up pretty vicious corona stash it's a good thing they can't because it would be yeah yeah uh but if i do have to sit on that board i'm definitely gonna shave it <laughs> good thank god not gonna be passing judgment what's 15 on minute wife's take on uh, the stash uh does not like it yeah does not i think now that it's starting to fill in yeah maybe she's more neutral on it but yeah i hated it at first um yeah i, I so people can't see it it grows like real pencil thin uh, doesn't take up my full upper lip, and then also like right under my nose, there's just a natural gap. Um, I've been told I look like a French aristocrat with it grown out. Yeah, Have you and that gap is not. That's totally natural. I don't shave that gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, you know, one habit, uh, 15 minute wife and I have been doing that. I hope we continue into post COVID life. Like a lot of people were going on walks, mm-hmm. um, going on way more walks than like ever in my entire life. Okay. Um, we usually bring a beer or two. We have a little cooler backpack. Yeah. So we'll just go for a walk, have a beer in the, we live like right near like four parks that are all walkable. 
So that's, an, I mean, that's enjoyable. Get outside. The weather's starting to get nice in St. Louis. Yeah. It's good times. I mean, it's, uh, right. If it, it's been a real reflection of the amount of privilege that I have that like this has been, if you can enjoy oh, preach, being yeah. quarantined at home. Preach. Um, there are so many advantages you have that, um, a lot of other people don't, um, you know, we're both in a position. Neither of us have kids, so that's a huge, huge um, game changer. I mean, I'm looking at a lot of my friends um, yeah, who do have kids, you know, and normally, you know, they're trying to work from home and trying to do uh, the homeschool thing. You know, I think, yeah, like, I don't know, the oldest kids of my friends are probably in, like, the elementary school, somewhere between, like, first and fourth grade. But sure, man, I could not imagine doing that. That is um, shout to parents that are working from home and doing homeschool and childcare and all the things. So that stinks. Can't imagine that has not been my life. But are you ready to talk about Coach Harbaugh's letter? Yeah. Um, so I think we should just give a brief overview yep. for those that have not heard it. And man, you know, fill in any gaps that I missed. Okay. But, uh, late last week, Coach Harbaugh uh, released this letter again, dressed to. It's kind of funny. It was just like clearly like a word document that I think he took a screenshot of and then you know put on social media, um, which is I, I don't know why that's funny to me, but it is. Anyways, um, addressed to the college football community, mm-hmm. and he had some proposals for how to deal with what I'll call player empowerment and, you know, how can college football, how basically how do we not take advantage of kids as much as we do right now? And so his proposal was that, I mean, he proposed a couple things, but the gist of it is you commit to your college. Well, I'll use Michigan as an example, and you can leave for the draft at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's, you know, you commit to Michigan and you only play one year. Great. You know, two, whatever. Um, so you can declare for the draft. Now let's say you don't get drafted. You can return to Michigan for your scholarship. No harm, no foul. The only exception would be is if you, you could get an agent, um, and still come back, but let's say you got an agent and also your agent fronted you some money, then you're done. Mm -hmm. Got it. Can't come back. But as long as your agent doesn't front you any money, you can come back. No harm, no foul and continue playing. Also, but however, let's say um, you declare for the draft and you get drafted and you were at Michigan for two years. Um, you get drafted to play in the NFL and Jim's plan would be you still have two years worth of scholarship at Michigan when you're done. Um, and so, you know, if you leave after one year, it's basically the, they give you four years worth of scholarship and however many you've played is subtracted and you can come back and do the remainder. Um as a, a student, you know, post NFL life. Yep. Um, I think that was the big ones. I don't know. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. No. He states that he continues to support the graduate transfer rule. Mm, he mm-hmm, mm-hmm. supports the proposed one-time transfer rule where yep. a player can transfer anywhere without having to sit out. Yep. So there's nothing in the letter that I disagree with. I think it's all... Uh, sound thinking, something that's necessary. 
Um, I mean, the NCAA is headed towards this cliff with um, the category of like paying play, compensating players fairly, um, and empowering players more. And the part that's been frustrating for the last decade is they refuse to, they, the NCAA, refuses to do anything about it, will not um, negotiate any changes. And this is going to come to a big, big head. Um, I mean, we're also looking at a possible year or at least semester without any college sports at all. So maybe they don't need to address it, but like there's going to be a, time in which college sports yeah. will be able yeah. to happen again and then what do they do so that's been to me the most disappointing about ncaa leadership is that you refuse to address it. sure i think also everything's political so oh to yeah. me this is coach harbaugh trying to show that he's a he's a player's coach to the recruits sure right? sure and sure. I, i'm somebody mm-hmm. that advocates for you you don't you don't want to be in these other places where necessarily they don't have your back. But when you come come play for us, I have your best interests in mind, and I I put that on wax for everybody to see. This is where I'm at, and this is how I support sure, college sure. players. So that to me was his motivation behind doing it. Sure, and I I don't want to go down a rabbit hole on this topic, but I I have noticed this off season. Partially, I think, because COVID and there's just no content out there. But, like, I think it was USC and Ohio State, the two that stick out to me. They actually did profiles on their social media managers and how, you know, hey, we have a guy on our staff whose job is to hype you as a player up, which Mm. can help you get drafted by the NFL. And I think similar to what you're saying, like, Yes, this would be beneficial to the players. I'm sure Harbaugh believes in it, but it's also signaling to potential recruits, yeah. like you said. Like, right, right. I'm on your. I'm ride or die for my players, and this is how I show it. Um, so I think we're starting to see that in programs. As you know, I mean, if what they said this year, players can like uh, monetize their likeness, or is that 100 percent confirmed, or am I making that up? No, that's true. Yeah, so but like it's not, I think that's going to be monet- how how you monetize sure, though sure. is not clearly defined yet, so that's an issue. Yeah. So, so right, I don't, there's nothing groundbreaking in there to me. It seems common yeah. sense, and I feel like most football coaches would agree with it. It's the yeah like bureaucracy of the NCAA that wouldn't agree with it because it would violate some like stupid ass rule that they made up. They don't feel right. like fixing or addressing. And also what I also find a little bit interesting about the scenario that college football finds itself in is if you look at uh, the MLB or NHL, Mm -hmm. they don't really have this problem because they have such a developed farm league, both hockey and baseball do. Um, So you can go from high school to the pros. Yeah but not play big time baseball or hockey for like five years. Cause they have such a developed, uh, farm league NFL. Is but what's the like longevity that. of a pro player? Is it longer? I feel oh, like it would be I mean, longer in MLB, sure, than the NFL, sure. especially with the wear and tear. Sure. And honestly, longer in hockey than in football. But Harbaugh's um, letter makes sense. Cause he's just like, Hey, if you want to go early, go. Yeah. 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 Right. That, that should be between the, the athlete and the family. And they decide, yep. and then, 
you know what oh so what and what i was gonna say is also in a lot of uh baseball and hockey contracts the players union has negotiated that like the clubs will help i don't know if they pay for it entirely or just contribute to but like hey if you come straight out of high school and play in our farm league for five years or whatever like when you're done with the nhl or the mlb we will pay or help you pay for college yeah because we know you're you're you know forsaking that to come play for us um again since the nfl doesn't have a farm league they don't have really have an option to do that but it's just interesting that like it seems like two sports already have set the example yeah well or um or have a you know, in, the, in the NBA, you can play in the G League now, um, and you can, or you can play that, in Europe, which sure. we're seeing sure. that is going to happen more to and me. more this year. Yeah, yeah more frequently. The youngest Antetokounmpo brother, I think, said today he's going to play gonna in play. Europe. I don't know. Correct. I don't think he's picked a team, but he's going to play in Europe instead of going to uh, college. Which honestly, I would do because there's probably not going to be college basketball. So, so why not get paid? Right. Right. Um, so good stuff from Coach Harbaugh, although not groundbreaking. I appreciate that he put his name on it, put it on wax. Um, sure. We'll yeah. see if anything actually comes of it. Uh, you kind of alluded to this a little bit in your previous comments. Um, the only reason in which I see them figuring out a way to make college football work is because it is worth so much money. Like, it's just, yep. it, there's just too much money out there for them not to figure out something i don't know that like fans are gonna go i mean there's all types of uh, proposals and anybody acting like that they can predict what will happen in the fall is lying um sure <laughs> so you're just saying what your current take is and we've seen it stretches sure. of you know like oh regions should be able to play james franklin the other day was like oh i mean if, if everybody in our conference can't play like that's on them but like the teams that are ready should be able to play yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about watching something with uh, no fans, man. Yeah, I mean, especially with co- with college football specifically, I think is probably one of the most mm-hmm. like stadium contributes to what you see on the field. I think it's a. Li- I think it happens in other sports, yeah. NBA, NFL, but I think like from a being a professional, like any like being a professional, I think eventually you know tom brady learns just to deal with it right eventually Peyton manning just learns to deal with it but like you're only in college for four years you know the level the talent level is just not there uh so like i do think that that has the most impact so it would it would be very different um so let's start at just i'll when we're talking about next year i want to start at kind of the national level and then work our way down uh to conference and team so hypothetically let's say it happens next year we don't need to come up with a plan right like we're not going to solve the problem i think the nba is considering 77 different options so god knows how many options the ncaa is considering let's say it happens asterisk or no next to the national champion oh i mean if it if it happens the national champion is the national champion that's that was the circumstance interesting nobody controlled but that's the that's the champion so you would not Put an asterisk. No. Interesting. Because you had to I, win I it. I you had would. to win it in the in the context that that this is like comparing uh, generations, which it's hard to do. Like the 1950 national champion team would get their ass beat 
by sure, sure. Clemson or Alabama from last year. Does that make them not a national champion? No, I mean that's that's, that's I, the tools. So, they no, I don't. I do. Sure, I, I will cede that point. But I, what I would say is like, what whatever the strategy is, it's going to be vastly different. Agree. So. I don't. So yes, like 1950 is hard to compare to 2019. Mm-hmm. But are we really going to say that 2019 LSU and whoever, if there is a season, whoever the champion of this season and then the se- champion in 2021, like there would be a big difference in in that in between year. I, so I understand, me, but but everybody was in that situation. So I think if whatever the circumstance is, if you're the winner, you're the winner. Oh, I hard disagree. Hard disagree. This is gonna. I mean, we'll see. No plan has been announced. You and I are having way too premature of a conversation <laughs> on asterisk or not. But uh, I, I, I would definitely put an asterisk. So then let's move kind of down to the conference regional level. Um, I think we can agree. What like SEC probably followed by the Big Ten or excuse me, Big Twelve are two <laughs> most likely conferences that all teams will play. Oh, dude, the SEC for sure. SEC for sure most, is gonna. Every definitely. team's gonna play. Yeah, and then I think the Big Twelve, right? I so <laughs> Evans like. So who are the least responsible conferences? <laughs> That are out there. Don't, I didn't say that. I did not say that. I may have strongly implied it. Uh, that's my bet. So my bet is uh, SEC Big 12 are the most likely to play. Every team in the conference will play. Um, I doubt you disagree with either of those statements. Do you think the Pac-12 is the least likely to have every team play? Right? Yeah. Uh, or the Big Ten. I, I mean, in the somebody in the ACC, I feel like multiple Virginia presidents said today that there will not be a quote unquote normal football season. Thing, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then was it Boston College? Somebody said that they just don't expect to have fall sports because they don't think oh, kids really? will be on I don't, campus. I don't. I think I missed that. Um, to starting in the fall semester. Sure. So, I I do think. Going back to taking advantage of players, it would be pretty fucked in my mind if campus is closed, but they're like, hey, we need all you guys to come play football for us. Right. No, that's a, that's <laughs> it's so dangerous thing. we can't have classes, but like, get your ass in here. I mean, so talking about things that we do know, there will be no large gatherings in Oregon through September. Yeah. So Ohio State was gonna um, open the season at Oregon. Yeah, that game is. I, yeah, so that'll be interesting. It's like, in Vegas. It's in Columbus. It's. I was about to say, uh, like where could it be in Jerry World? I just you know like Michigan played Alabama in Jerry World uh, when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Could that happen? Mm-hmm. Texas gonna be open <laughs> come football season <laughs> texas probably will be i don't know i don't know um there i feel confident in saying there will not be any crowds at any of these games mm-hmm. now whether they play there's just so many people that are in a in a college football team operation I mean, because, like, yeah. if there's a game, then, like, uh, coaches are there, trainers are there. Um, sure. Does the band go or no? 
So the band band doesn't no. go. Cheerleaders don't go. Um, team like doctors need to go. The person who's in charge of the meals needs to go if we're traveling. Um, yeah. There's people working transportation, planes and buses. And um, where do these people stay? They stay at we stay in a hotel. We stay in at a. I, it's just like the the group keeps getting larger and larger and larger. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Right now, it seems pretty unrealistic. I think. I have. Do you have more on this or no? Well, so I was just going to ask you at the so we're talking conf, conference regional level. You mentioned uh, James Franklin said like, "Hey, like teams that are ready should play." You will not put an asterisk next to the national champion. Would you put an asterisk next to the Big Ten champion if not every Big Ten team played? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Because we I agreed on this serious. conference ahead of time and that, like, these are the teams sure, in the conference. Sure. Now, like, who plays for the national title? That's controversial every single year. People are whining and crying about who's, like in the playoff who's not in the playoff so yeah these are the teams that start it and we agree ahead of time hey these teams are playing college football this year okay fine then like out of this we're going to get a national champion and that fair maybe the sec champion so we'll see i i have enjoyed since there's no sports on at all to watch one thing i've been doing is re-watching old uh oh my god college football games um been torturing I, himself, folks. He's been watching only Ohio State. <clears throat> well, I watched twenty it. games. I watched the um, the two thousand one national championship. I forgot how Nebraska had just no business playing in that game. Like none. <laughs> did you? Did you? I, I don't know if you remember this. So Nebraska loses to Colorado. Okay. Yep. Colorado makes it to the uh, Pac twelve championship. They win the Pac-12 championship. And people are still just like, eh, it's Colorado. Like they each, they, I, th- I think they yeah. each had one loss, Nebraska and Colorado. And they mm-hmm. bumped Nebraska in anyway. And there was some like fourth team that they were considering putting in there. Um, and they didn't put in it. It was just like the worst example of blue blood programs being recognized sure. for like sure. names. And they get just pantsed by Miami. Um, then then I watched the next year, Miami tries to run it back against Ohio state, uh, with Trestle and Claret and they lose. Um, sadly, I think I've watched USC and Texas twice. <laughs> Great game to watch. Great though. Game. Uh, but yeah, I, I, what I have watched more, I Michigan, Ohio state from 2002, 2019. I'm trying to, trying to finish those. I guess my, my take in the last pod was that it, we are way far away, which is still true in terms of we, Michigan, recruiting and uh, all Americans and just like the quality of players that they're putting out. The games, though, there are several that were really competitive and like a win is a win. And <laughs> I, I'm just saying like, it, it's not like it's like, I feel like when you, we watch the game now, they're like, Ohio State winners of seventeen of the last twenty. Like sure, okay, sure. Dogs. Um, it, it's not that doom and gloom. There, there were uh, the Gopher two year with Hoke. I think it was in twenty thirteen. In twenty seventeen, if John O'Corn could have hit anybody, um, 
they would have won. They were still like playing with him, missing just like wide open dudes. Yeah, twenty sixteen, yeah. um, tragic ending there. But you know, if those four games are flipped, I, I think this is almost more of a mental thing. And once a Michigan team finally does it, um, they they're going to be competitive. So in some degrees, it is leaving me hopeful. The rewatches. I mean, I'll have to take your word for it. I I do like oh. I'm not rewatched. <laughs> I might rewatch the wins. I yeah, the, not many of those, but uh, I ain't gonna rewatch the losses, Doc. <laughs> I, I do somewhat compare it to, in my mind at least, to uh, Army Navy, and just for like the longest time, yeah. Navy just beat the shit out of Army. Mm-hmm. And then, to your point, one year they effing did it, man, mm-hmm. and now it's much. Uh, you know, I'm not saying every single game is competitive. They, there have been some blowouts since that year, but it's much more back and forth. Yeah. And I think the teams are on much more an even footing. Um, and it's just kind of like, yeah, getting over that hump, dude. Um, I do like recall, you know, you and I were texting or maybe we were talking on the phone about these games and we were like, well, that's, you know, four games right there that easily could have gone Michigan's so way close. and like would totally change the narrative. 2016, I think. First is probably the biggest example of that just because they would have put Harbaugh on a different footing. They would have gone to the Big Ten Championship. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also convinced that Brady Hoke was just a terrible hire and not a good coach in rewatching these. Um, but he's a Michigan man. Dude, I know. And Don't it makes you understand? Just, like, a Michigan man. <laughs> That's what we needed. A Michigan man. Yeah. and Because no one else can understand the Ohio State rivalry. The, the Michigan fans that believe that and said that kind of stuff, you guys got what you deserved. You got what you deserved, which is this, like, torture chamber we're currently in. So, thanks. Because you know what? Low-key Rich Rodriguez should still be the head coach of Michigan football. So I was rethinking that. Uh, this is going to be our last point before we go. I asked okay. you Love on it. text. It, Most people probably already turned off sure. their Turn this uh, off by now. What what was a bigger Michigan bungle? The transition forcing Lloyd out where he yeah. retires. Um yeah. or the firing of Rich Rodriguez, which which was done worse. And I actually think the I, I was an opponent uh proponent of Lloyd staying at the time. Uh yeah. Like, would you guys rather lose to App State once or Ohio State like seventeen of the next twenty years? Gotta gotta think of that because pretty much what they decided to do. But the way in which Rich Rod ran the offense and was like the players he was getting, it was going to match the speed that we saw Ohio State bring, as well as like other yep. spread yep. offenses, Florida yep. all the time. Yep. Which like, would have kept Michigan on that trajectory, and then we took such yep. a big step back with Hoke in going to like a more pro style offense and a dude that like can't wear a headset. It was terrible, dude. Preach to me, man. Preach so, to me. I to me the bigger uh, mess up by Michigan was firing Richrod. I agree. I think. One, I mean, I don't, I don't think he should have been fired. But it's not just firing Richrod; it's hiring Hoke. Now, let's say you fire Richrod yeah. and you go out and get another. You know, it doesn't have to be like a, a Richrod. It doesn't have to be Mike Leach, right? Like five wide air raid guy, but just not someone that was going to completely redo 
the team again. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, so, uh, not only did we kind of go back to a more traditional offense, but like also defense changed. Yeah. Uh, Rich Rod ran a a three, four and we went back to a four, three, not like the biggest, I don't, the Rich Rod defense wasn't great comparable, but no, not great. He wasn't a defensive guy. Um, but like, so you have now hired someone that needs to change both sides of the ball. Right. Uh, I don't like. I I just feel like if they literally hire anyone else, yeah, um, yeah. we'd be in a much better position. But, but hey, again, I don't, I don't know this weird like Michigan man mantra. I I just can't imagine that anyone would ever say at Ohio State we can't like we need an Ohio State alum. No, don't get me wrong. No, they, it's great to have an alum, but like hire the best goddamn coach. For the job, Preach. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the Ohio State and, and we can goes take like this. that coach to the head coach. We can goes, take coach to be hey, like here's how I'm gonna beat Michigan. Off ass. field, they're I'm like, oh okay, you're hired. Set, great, yeah, welcome. I uh, dude, I I do not, yeah. Huh. <sighs> well, on that note, here we are. So, well, thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. <laughs> You know where to find us. We're looking for content. We're on Twitter. We're at Gmail, uh, at 15MinuteU, Evan underscore 15MinuteU. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. We'd love to have more voices in our discussion. Got a couple things we're working on coming down the pipeline, a couple guests, a couple topics, but uh, open for your thoughts as well. Um, We hope everybody is feeling healthy. We hope you are staying safe. However, you are enjoying this podcast and uh, quarantine. So, folks, if you don't give us content, we got to do podcasts like this. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that that is fair. So, thank you so much for your time, which is one of our most valuable assets, and we appreciate it. Stay safe. Stay inside. Whatever you do. Don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. And wash your hands. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Coming. No practice reps. I don't know if it's our best pod, but not bad. No. Definitely not our worst. <laughs> That's definitely not our worst pod. Agree. <laughs>